This programme was produced at and first aired on MPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, MPR. If you enjoy this MPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. So now, let us begin our liturgy by acknowledging the Holy Trinity as we say together, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus tells us in today's Gospel that even a little faith will enable us to move a mulberry tree. As we prepare now to hear God's word, let us ask God's mercy for the times when we have doubted the power of faith. Lord Jesus, you are the one in whom we have faith. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you invite us to come to you. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you call us to be faithful disciples. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Almighty and ever-living God, who, in the abundance of your kindness, surpass the merits and desires of those who entreat you, Pour out your mercy on us to pardon what conscience dreads and to give what prayer does not dare to ask. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. And now, Judith and Martin, would you share the readings for the day with our listeners, please? Yes. The first reading is from the prophet Habakkuk. Habakkuk called out to the Lord, O Lord, how long shall I cry for help, and you will not listen? Or cry to you violence, and you will not save? Why do you make me see wrongdoing and look at trouble? Destruction and violence are before me, strife and contention Arise. And then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision. Make it plain on tablets so that a runner may read it. For there is still a vision for the appointed time. It speaks of the end and does not lie. If it seems to tarry, wait for it. It will surely come 
it will not delay. Look at the proud. Their spirit is not right in them, but the righteous live by their faith. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to to God. Response to the psalm. If today you hear God's voice, harden not your hearts. If today you hear God's voice, harden not your hearts. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful song to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful song to him with songs of praise. If today you hear God's voice, harden not your hearts. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. If today you hear God's voice, harden not your hearts. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice. Do not harden your hearts as at Meribah, as on the day at Massah in the wilderness, when your ancestors tested me and put me to the proof, though they had seen my work. If today you hear God's voice, harden not your hearts. Our next reading is from the second letter of Paul to Timothy. I remind you, Timothy, to rekindle the gift of God that is within you through the laying on of my hands. For God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather a spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline. Do not be ashamed then of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner, but join with me in suffering for the gospel, relying on the power of God. Hold to the standard of sound teaching that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Guard the good treasure entrusted to you with the help of the Holy Spirit living in us. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Gospel is according to Luke. The Apostle said to the Lord, Increase our faith. And the Lord replied, If you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your slave who has just come in from ploughing or tending sheep in the field, Come here at once and take your place at the table? Would you not rather say to him, 
prepare supper for me, put on your apron and serve me while I eat and drink. Later you may eat and drink. Do you thank the slave for doing what was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that you were ordered to do, say, we are worthless slaves. We have done only what we ought to have done. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> and thank you for sharing those readings with our listeners. <clears throat> and in preparing for this liturgy, I came across a reflection by Patricia Sanchez, which I'll abridge and share with you. She starts by saying we might have a better appreciation of God's gospel, today's gospel, if we consider the context within the whole of Luke's gospel in chapter 17. The evangelist gathered together four sets of sayings and a parable regarding the demands of discipleship. The first two sets of sayings deal with giving scandal to others and the necessity of fraternal correction as well as a constant willingness to forgive others. And upon hearing these stringent requirements about the very minimum expected of them, Jesus' followers prompted to ask him, increase our faith. It is at this point that the interchange in today's gospel begins. Jesus indicated that even a minute amount of faith could accomplish great things. The mulberry tree has an extensive root system that would make uprooting it quite difficult and transplanting it into the sea was well nigh impossible. And that was Jesus' point. Even the smallest amount of authentic faith could make the impossible possible because faith relies on God and not on human resources. Faith of this quality would also serve without stinting and without seeking any reward. The quality of faith is at the heart of Jesus' parable about the servant. In Jesus' day, there were servants who worked in the fields and flocks, while others tended to the household. These servants in Jesus' parable, however, was that they were called upon to do double duty. The servant worked all day in the field and then was ordered to assume household duties and prepare and serve a meal for the master. And he certainly wasn't paid overtime because he was merely doing what was expected of him as a servant. So it was with Jesus' disciples. Even if they never scandalized another person, and even if they always forgave those who offended them, they were only doing what was expected of them as disciples. Therefore, they should not expect commendation, nor should <coughs> disciples think that their service, however well performed, would merit salvation. Salvation is God's gift to us, to useless and unprofitable servants. The servants had no right to make a claim on their master. This parable reminds us of our place and warns us against the temptation to switch roles, as I did when I was a child in my story at the beginning of this program. God is God. We are God's creatures. But the order can be subtly reversed as illustrated in the story of Adam and Eve. You shall be like God. Because of all that God has bestowed in Jesus, we know ourselves to be blessed 
and we may even come to expect it. Jesus' words today call us to remember who we are, to be grateful, and to keep on serving as he did. I am among you as the one who serves. When I needed a neighbor, were you there, were you there? When I needed a neighbor, were you there? And the creed and the color and the name won't matter, were you there? I was hungry and thirsty, were you there, were you there? I was hungry and thirsty, were you there? And the creed and the color and the name won't matter, were you there? I was cold, I was naked, were you there, were you there? I was cold, I was naked, were you there? The creed and the color and the name won't matter, were you there? When I needed a shelter, were you there, were you there? When I needed a shelter, were you there? And the creed and the color and the name won't matter, were you there? When I needed a healer, were you there, were you there? When I needed a healer, were you there? And the creed and the color and the name won't matter, were you there? Whether we are filled with faith or by beset by doubt, it is our duty now to pray for those most in need of our prayers. For the church, that we who are the church may be encouraged of one another, kindling the gifts we have received and acting as servants of one another in the spirit of love and self-discipline. Lord, hear us. Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. For local body elections, that people would, will discern and vote wisely, and that local bodies elected will strive to be cooperative and do the best they can for their communities. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. That as we approach the Feast of St. Francis of Assisi on Tuesday, we pray for the welfare of Pope Francis in mind, spirit and body as he calls the Church to a spirit of service. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray that the war against Ukraine will come to an end, that the oppression of women in Iran ceases, and that the rightful education of girls and women in Afghanistan is restored. 
Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer for those who have died, that they enjoy the rewards of having been faithful servants and that those mourning will receive comfort. Lord, hear us. Lord, Lord, hear hear our our prayer. prayer. Loving and faithful God, hear the prayers of your people this day. Join our prayers with those people everywhere who pray for the well-being of the poor, the protection of the innocent, the comfort of the suffering. And we pray this always in Jesus' name. Amen. Lead us 
Now it's uh, time for some news about what's going on around the parishes, and we've only got one newsletter that's from the cathedral and from Our Lady of Lourdes. So, Judith and Martin, could you share some of that news with our listeners, please? Certainly. Uh, We'd like you to remember in your prayers the sick and the lonely, and pray for the children making their first communion in the Cathedral and Lady of Lourdes at this time of the year, and also for those who made their first Holy Communion last week from St. Mary's Foxton. And we offer an invitation to the, in- to the Jubilee of Father Ron Bennett on 50 years of ordination at Our Lady of Lourdes Parish on October the 5th at 10 o'clock Mass to celebrate with Father Ron. Please bring a plate to share afterwards. Yes, right. Um, the St. Vincent de Paul Opportunity Shop has made some changes. The Vinnie Shop will now be closed on the Mondays. Our new opening hours are Tuesday to Friday from 10 o'clock in the morning till 4 o'clock o'clock in the afternoon and on Saturdays from 9 till 3 o'clock in the afternoon. There is also an invitation to the Priest Jubilee Mass. All parishioners are warmly invited to the Mass to celebrate the Jubilees of Priestly Ordination. The Jubilee Mass will be celebrated on Tuesday, the 11th of October, at five minutes past midday in the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit. The presider will be Cardinal John Dew. And that concludes the parish notices. Thank you. And uh, yes, I guess that concludes our program for today. Um, But we'll be back again next Sunday at the same time. So, thank you for being with us. And thank you, Judith and Martin, for sharing your gifts with us. It's our privilege. You're welcome. God bless you all during the week. And as you encounter God in many different ways, especially in the people we encounter, let us remember that call for service. Word.
If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.npr.nz forward slash donate.